What's going on, guys? It's Yahavi David Sinclair Speaks, and you are now tuned in to the Sinclair Speaks Show. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app and start your journey today. It's that time. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speak Show. I'm your host, Yahavi St. Clair. And we are here with another impactful guest, seven-figure entrepreneur, George Burns, author and podcast host. George, welcome to the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. If you will, give our audience a three to five-minute introduction on your brand, your business, and of course, what brings you on to the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. Excellent. Excited to be here. I just want to thank you uh, for being on the show. My name is George Burns. I'm a founder of a company called Entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm a founder of a company called The Master's Purpose, and we also have a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire for Christ. And what we do is we actually help entrepreneurs launch, grow, and scale their companies. We're more of a strategist behind the scenes where we come together and we kind of put the different pieces together. For instance, we're working on a product right now that just got patented and is actually ready to be taken to market. So we're going to be actually doing the manufacturing portion of that side and collaborating being able to take this product to the world. So that's one of the things that we do. And on the other hand is we're just, we've been building businesses for a long time. We started out specifically in the cleaning industry. So we have a patent on some tools that actually clean some tile floors and everything. You know what I mean? So iron sharpens iron. The scripture says as a man sharpens, iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And there's something about knowing that you're connected to somebody that is going to empower you and give you hope and faith. And, and so that's what we what we do is we come alongside when God brings the right person and we come in contact with them. God somehow has given me a specific uh, area in my life where I can identify a gift in somebody and help bring that thing uh, to the forefront. So there's a specific gift in each and every one of us that God is stirring up. I believe right now, I don't know why I'm going on this little tangent, but he is stirring up the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Right now, he's doing that. You know, with COVID and all this stuff going on in, in the world, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but yeah, it's from the devil. But guess what? God has allowed it, right? And God has easily allowed something that he could easily prevent by his power to stir up this nation, to stir up this country, to get his people to look up. And it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you broke, if you're a millionaire, if you, none of that, that's just junk. That's just stuff. And these are just tools and resources that, that we use to, um, to, to evangelize where it says in Deuteronomy, it says he is the one that gives us the power to get wealth, but it goes on to say to establish his covenant on earth. There's a lot of the name it, claim it, all that kind of stuff out there. I, I get it. I understand it. Stuff can be taken out of context and stuff, but I'm, I'm here to tell you it's not for your Bentley. It's not for you. It's to establish his covenant on earth. So anyways, I kind of got a little bit sidetracked there, but. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you're preaching a word, man. You're preaching a word. And, you know, you're, you're hitting it right on, right on. You're a man of faith. Clearly, you are a man of faith. How did you find this faith? Well, many years ago, um, actually, I was raised in the church. I'll try, try, try to give you a little backdraft, a little, little story. Um, I was raised in the church. My parents were great people. And um, I say great people from the standpoint of um, we went to church every week and my dad was a giver and all these things. Well, when I was 17 years old, I found out um, that my, my there was there was a challenge and we found out that my father came down with AIDS. And my mom said, you know what? I need to take you to see your dad. He's got something that he wants to tell you. And at that time, I was 17 years old and, you know, just in, in high school and stuff. And I was kind of doing all the things that the kids do in school, you know, and uh, um, trying to fill that void inside in my life. You know, I, I loved God in this stuff, but I loved women. I loved God, but, you know, if I had a little dope, I'd smoke a little dope, you know what I mean? Or whatever it was. I wasn't good at school or any of that stuff. And actually got kicked out of kicked out of 11th grade 
and had to go to a private school for my 12th grade year. And it was pretty cool because I actually graduated sixth in my class. I mean, it was amazing. There was six of us. And <laughs> did you get that? That was a joke. There were six of us and I graduated sixth in my class. God damn. I you know what? Ten. I did a bodybuilding. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I did a bodybuilding competition out of three dudes and I came third. So I, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Nice, nice. I saw, I saw you. I, yeah, but uh, I trolled you a little bit. You're a little swole up in there. I see that. But so here we go. So what happened was, was I, my dad was my best friend. So this was very, very, I was raised in, in a Christian home. I went to a small Baptist church. And again, this is like, you know, wow, my dad, I find out, I go to the hospital and I asked my mom on the way there. I'm like, mom, what's going on? She's like, it's the worst thing that it could possibly be. And I said, well, what is it? She's like, I'm just gonna let your dad tell you. If I get a little teary, it's it's okay, all right? Um, so what happened was I went there and she's, my dad said, I have AIDS. I've been unfaithful with your mother, with men. And I didn't have like a, and, I, and he said, I'm gonna die. And I didn't have a judgmental spirit because I people gone through things, people have done things. I don't care about your sin and what, what you've done in the past. But the point was, it was, I said, but that was the past, right? And he said, and he said, no. And I said, you've done that since you've been married to my mom? So at that point, I mean, a little bit of rage hit me because he'd been unfaithful to my mom and turn, you know, living a lie and all these things. And so this was in 84. This was like actually right when the AIDS pandemic came out, right? It's like COVID coming out right now. Was, at that time, it was like AIDS was, was hitting the market. So previously, I had just joined the military. Three days later, I get after my dad passed, three days later, I get enlisted. I go out into the army to uh, Fort Leonard Wood, to Kentucky, then dropped off in Frankfurt, Germany, um, where I spent four years in the military. Um, so anyways, to make a long story short, after I was in there for a couple years, I met this girl, we got married, and everything was supposed to be great. And hey, we're moving forward in life and everything, not only to come home and see her um, um, have another um, relationship with another man. Yeah. And uh, so now it's like, OK, my, my best friend betrayed me. Now my wife's betrayed me. Right. And I'm I'm in the military. I'm living with her. Right. And she's sleeping with another guy. Right. In the unit that I'm in. Right. What? No, go, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, hey, no. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait. You're going to love this. You're going to love it. And I'm just going. Hey, you know what? Hey, this is real. I believe just, you know, right off the top. I believe there's one blood the blood of Jesus. I believe that's the only color that there is, whether you're black, white, purple, blue, it doesn't matter to me. But some of the things I'm going to say might just, just give you wherever you're at right now, might give you the, the intensity of what's going on. Okay. So, and so she's literally like a hundred feet away from me and with her, with her new boyfriend, right. Which was a brother. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, with his brother now. Hey, I'm stationed in Sierra Vista, Arizona, right? With, I mean, in 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 the unit that I was in. I mean, it was I worked in the motor pool. I was a mechanic and a NBC guy. Well, you know, there was a lot of brothers around. We were all brothers, you know what I mean? But uh, but they they come. They say, oh yeah, we saw your wife coming out of so and so's room last night. You know what I mean? So this was an intense thing for me. So not only did I have the the emotional hurt and, and the stuff from my father going on, but I would stand in formation, right? And I would, I'd be at formation and I'd just be weeping because my wife's over there sleeping with him. To say yeah. the least. To, nah, go ahead. No, nah, keep going. I'm no, it just, I mean, the truth and the vulnerability of that was, it's like, hey, so obviously, so we're married, right? supposed to have intimacy, those types of things, right? I mean, when you ain't having intimacy with your wife and you don't have the Holy Spirit and your head's all messed up and where do you go? Well, you go to pornography, right? And then here we go. You know what I mean? And then I'm so, I'm just saying whatever that instant gratification was, because it wasn't 
found in having a relationship with my natural father. It wasn't found in having a relationship with my wife, right? What is that thing that that void inside? I'm trying to fill it with something, right? So I felt, you know, so she would go do her thing, be with just her friends or whatever. And I would go downstairs with the, the crew downstairs and we just sit around, you know, watch junk. Right. But, uh, Man, I'm I'm glad you gave me a little bit of time because if 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 I go if I talk too much, just slow me down. I'm okay. I'm cool with that. No, so to make, no. a, long, to yeah, make a long story show, short, I went to my first sergeant. I said, first sergeant, I said, I can't handle this. I need to be transferred. I'm living with my wife. She's sleeping with another man, and I need to be transferred to a different unit. And I need to move out from her. We're going to get a divorce, right? Okay. So they said, you know what, we want we want you to go to to the mental health. So they sent me down to mental health and they asked me questions like, you ever thought about hurting anybody? And of course, being a good Christian boy raised in the church, I was always told to tell the truth, right? So I said, you mean the guy that's sleeping with my wife? Yeah. Have you thought about ways to do it? Yeah. Have you thought about hurting her or killing her? Yeah. Have you thought about ways to do it? Yeah. Have you thought about killing yourself? Yeah. I mean, they're asking me questions and I'm telling the truth. I was always told the truth will get you set you free. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's what the Bible said. The truth will set you free. Right. So. So they said, we're going to send you this place called Ramsey Canyon Hospital. And I looked at the private and I was like, you know what? I'm not going nowhere. I flat out lied. I'm like, I'm a third degree black belt. Don't try to get me, you know, don't try to take me. She brought these two big bouncers in. I thought, you know, that like they were huge. Right. So I'm in, I'm in uniform at the mental health place on base. Right. I run out the back door. They come after me with MPs, guns, the whole nine yards, strap me. Right. Take me to the, the, the Ramsey Canyon hospital, put me in a rubber room. Right. You know, with only your underwear, you know how they do. Right. Three days later, I'm shipped to fifth floor psychiatric ward Letterman Hospital in shackles with armed guards walking through the airport like Hannibal Lecter. With shackles on my feet. Wondering what the hell is going on. They put me in like luggage. I was the only person on the plane besides the two armed guards and the pilots. This is a big, huge cargo plane. So they sent me to fifth floor psychiatric ward where we made moccasins. We did cool things to give us a sense of self-worth and those types of things. Anyways, I got out a few liters. I mean, I'm not going to tell you all the, the most of the drama after that, still trying to fill that void. But God brought a specific person into my life, somebody that had been through betrayal, somebody that had been through divorce, somebody that had built businesses. And it wasn't until that time that I started being in the word of God on a daily basis. I was actually discipled. The word disciple means disciplined learner. And as I began to be in the word of God, as I began to memorize the word of God and follow this man as he followed Christ, it was a picture of having a mentor in your life. And then God did different things. He birthed out of business. You know, I mean, you know, we said a seventh figure. One time we did, one time we did, what's six, six figures, six figures, what's seven, seven figures, a million dollars, right? Yeah. One time we did that in one week. <laughs> so anyways, we sold business packages, right? So we developed some tools for cleaning tile floors, right? And then we've set up like over 1,600 businesses in 15 countries. Coming from somebody that's been labeled ADD, homicidal, suicidal, been in a psychiatric ward, not once but twice, been in a rubber room. I'm telling you here, I want to tell somebody today that is listening to this, that I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've been through. You are not your past. God has a specific plan and a call for your life. And unless you had gone through all that crap, you wouldn't be able to help deliver somebody that's going through it right now. And so that's where things began to shift in my life. When I be, really began to have a mentor that knew where I was coming from. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> Yo, when I said that was probably one of the best introductions on my podcast. It's just, man, like your story is just so, so touching as you're, as you're talking, I'm like, damn, like I'm like envisioning the scenery. Like you mentioned you in shackles and like, what are you th in that moment? What are you, th what are you thinking? Are you thinking, what was that like for you mentally? What's going on guys? It's your hobby, David St. Clair Speaks. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks show. 
Thank you for streaming this episode of the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. Don't forget to visit stclairspeaks.com and hustlehop.com and stay up to date with St. Clair Speaks Show updates, upcoming guests, live webinar events, and St. Clair Speaks Show trade talk. Visit stclairspeaks.com and hustlehop.com today. When I was, when they, when they specifically put me in, I mean, cause it was like on a cot, you know, like a military cot that like they lift it up and they just slide it in like a, a cot, like luggage. And um, keep in mind, I'm shackled. I got shackles on my feet. I got shackles wrapped around my waist so I couldn't lift my arms up. And um, yeah, right at that time, I, I thought, God, am I really, am I going crazy? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was the initial thought process. Am I going crazy? You know, and uh, I mean, can you imagine the things that Joel thought? I mean, that these different guys thought when Joseph was in the pit and he's going like, God, you showed me this stuff and I just shared the vision of what you were showing me and all the brothers, they put him in a pit, you know what I mean? And and they tried to kill him. But that's like, that's sometimes that's that's where God has us. And, and that's like, there's, and it's sometimes it's that place of you've tried everything. You tried Instagram, you tried this, you tried this, you tried all these different relationships, but God's saying, no, it's just because it's the, not the right time yet. I, I've ordained you a prophet to the nations. I've ordained you and I want to use you for as a specific tool in my hand. Like the word of God is living and powerful and is sharper than any twitches sword. I want to do it for such a time as this. And now is that time, but it's not going to be in your own strength. It's not going to be because you were seen because you was in a pit. It's good because I'm going to bring the right people at the right time to give you a platform just as he took Joseph and he took him and he gave him a platform, right, to where he could bring in the grain, to where God could use his life, and then God could take his life and write holy writ so that you had something to read and to live and understand the ways of God. God wants God wants to show us the ways of God instead of praying and, and, and doing all these things and trying to run around and and, you know, all the miraculous. And I, I believe in that stuff, but we need to learn the ways of God because it's going to teach us not only how to live in our in our life, but it's going to teach us how to move forward in business, how to move in the right relationships and God's timing. The key for that is I want to just tell you, whoever you are listening today, sometimes it's not how much you spend on Facebook. It's not how much many relationships that you've had. It's not all these different things, but God does connect those things. But my point is it's about his timing. Abraham, he didn't spend money to birth out the promise, right? He made some mistakes, right? But he lived by faith. It wasn't money. It was God's timing. Joseph, it was God's timing. All the, King David, it wasn't even his money that he used, right? It was his, I mean, not talking about, I'm talking about Solomon, right? It was daddy's money. Daddy, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even your money that God is going to use sometimes to do what he's going to do in your life, but it's going to be his timing. And uh, anyways, your, your testimony is so powerful because it's like, you know, I, you know, I talk to God every day. I'm like, God, speak the word to me so I can speak the word to them every time I podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He's just it's really beautiful. Nah, it's beautiful, man. It, it, it's beautiful. So, you know, that, you know, that story, does that trend, did that translate into the book? You know, I hate to say it. I mean, I don't hate to say it, but I, I can tell you the craziest thing is the, um, Where's my stuff? But hold on just a second. Let me grab this real quick. You know what I, I want to do is um, I want to make this this available to you guys, to uh, to your audience and stuff, um, because it's just, you know, when God tells you to do something a specific way, you know, usually it's backwards from man's ways. And um, this is a this is a book called The Battle Plan Secrets, mm. right? Hey, you know, hey, hey, you like this? Who, the Battle Plan that? Secrets, yeah, The Battle Plan Secrets, and um, I mean, it's like it's full blown book. But uh, over the years, as we've been going trekking through business and stuff, we realized that that. He begin, if we're reading through the word every day, he begins to guide our steps. And when we're going through something specific, the word will come alive and it'll show us exactly what to do and what not to do. And it'll say, you know what, if you go, if you, if you move in this direction, right. Okay. Where it looks right. It, you move in this direction. You hire that person because they look right and they got a great track record, but they got an off spirit and you actually hire them. And you don't realize that Satan put them there to split your company. 
right? Kind of like the church, right? You bring in the wrong people. At my church, they don't they don't say, hey, everybody's welcome, right? When people come, it's like, you think the pastor's on trial? No, it's like, are you the right person to be in this tribe? You know what I mean? Because you're not going to bring in all your junk and tell the pastor how the cabbage is cut. He'll just tell you to, to go find yourself, you know, a, a, you know, a big mega church where they don't, you know, they don't discern all that stuff because it's too mega. It's too big. Right. But man, God brings certain people in your life. Right. Certain people are for seasons when he gives us, you know, pastors and teachers and those types of things. But God gives us fathers in the faith. He gives us certain people in our lives that will come alongside and actually disciple us and spend time with us. Right. And invest their time with us. Those are the things that I think it's the, are the biggest things that have made a big difference in my life. And then what, what do we do? We reproduce after our own kind. Right. So we, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful because, you know, I don't want to say you went from sinner to winner, but uh, yeah, you know, you, you have to go through that darkness to know what light feels like. Right. Yeah. I found my experience with God is something that, you know, I, I grew up going to church with my grandmother but we went to church on saturdays right uh -huh. so I, mine mine my god was yahweh right so that was just my way of thinking back then like we used to go to church on saturdays um you know finding you know i had to learn how to find god again right because what moved me when i was like what five six i'm about to be 30 in july uh and you know a lot of things change because we go through this turbulence we go through this experience you know just hearing your story I don't want to say no wonder you're a man of faith, but everything makes sense, right? You know, we battle these things. I battle my, I have, I have some things I was battling and still battle these things every day, right? Like, you know, overthinking things in that nature, for example, right? But what well, it's just amazing as I'm listening to you, I'm like, damn, this guy, it's like, you're talking to me, man. And mm -hmm. I really want my audience just to take away from your story to learn that I wouldn't say it's never too late to transform your life, but you could really transform your life by transforming your life through faith. And, um, you know, this is not, this is not to, to say like, Hey, you know, go about it the way George went about it or go away about the way you went about it. But, you know, you have to find your faith. And it, it seemed like you found your faith through frustration of just going through what you went through. And, um, I want to say, do you, would you say you're sorry for what you went through or everything happens for a reason or because of that made you who you are today? Um, would you say that, or there's another way of going about that? It's interesting because I was having a conversation with my wife this morning and it was kind of, I really have a, a, a godly wife that's in the word that just really comes alongside and really, um, man who uh, finds uh, wife finds good favor. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, and we like ribs, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, um, I, I think that the key thing that actually, I'll just tell you what she said, if I can remember it right. Because I was, you know how we always try to defend ourselves, right? Like, and it's like, she's like, because I'm like, I don't have any should have, should have, would have. Because I don't care. Like, I mean, I do care, but I don't care, if that makes sense. So everything that I went through, if I hadn't have gone through it, it wouldn't have molded me into the person that I am today. So I don't think of I should have, right? But there's a good I should have, right? When you can look at the ways of God, understand the ways of God, and you can say, hey, at that time, right, I, you think I should have. But it's not I should have. It's like, should I have the same opportunity today? I would do it a little bit different, right? I would wait till I would study the scriptures, Right where the scripture says, study the word to show yourself approved to God, a worker need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So let me back up for a second. And I believe, okay, that I don't want need necessarily, you don't need to do it the way I do it. You don't need to find your faith the way I do it. You don't need to do none of this stuff. But I can tell you one thing, okay? The scriptures is literal, rightly divided. But the challenging part is we have a lot of pastors, a lot of teachers, a lot of people that call themselves spiritual, whatever, that have actually never read it. And if you read it, go ahead, you go ahead. get to some basic principles. Okay. Would you say, would, it, would you agree that everybody is seeking truth? Uh -huh. Okay. So where does it say, what, what is truth? Who is, you know, we say, well, well, your truth is your truth. And there's a certain degree of philosophy or understanding that's like, well, yeah, your truth is your truth, right? 
Okay, you believe you're black because you were told you were black when you were raised. If you're told you're white, you believe you're white. It doesn't matter what you think. No, it doesn't matter what you say. You believe what you believe based upon your circumstances, the church you were raised into, the country you were brought up in, right? Okay, so, but we have to get to a place to where we come down. What is truth? If I give you truth and I mix it with a lie, you get a what? Who you get a lie. You get a half truth, right? You get a, so you the, get scripture a says, the scripture says the blind leading the blind, they both fall into a ditch. Mm. So how many of you always want to be led by the blind? No, we want to be led by somebody that's illuminated by what? Truth. Mm. Okay, because if I give you a book, if I write a book and I mix it with some lie, I mix it with some poison, right? If I want to kill a rat, what do I do? I give it rat poison. It's 90% corn and it's got 10% mm. strychnine in it. Hmm. A lot of people read hmm. a lot of books and a lot of tapes and, and a lot of these different types of things. Garbage it's like, poison. Sorry, join my prophetic stock club. You know what I mean? It's I'm the prophetic. Join my club. Now for $1,000, you can get I, in. I want to jump in real quick because it's interesting the things that you're saying because I just finished, um, I can't remember the author, The Science of Getting Rich. I also read um, The Power of Positive Thinking, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I read all of these books and all of these books about wealth and, and clear thinking all goes back to the Bible because they're all referencing the Bible, all of them, as a man thinking he become it, right? Habakkuk 2.2, you know, and the Lord answered me, one of my favorite scriptures, by the way, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may right. run it that read it. But all of these books that I've read about mindsets of conscious mind, wealth, thinking positive, all references the Bible. And the more I started reading, believe it or not, the more I started reading these books, I'm like, damn, I got to read the Bible because yeah. they're, they're saying the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, yeah. the Bible, best-selling author referencing the Bible. Right. So it's now, all so, there. So this is, so this is, but this is the key. This is the key. There's lots of books. The Bible says, why well, I say the Bible says, because truth says, okay, I don't give a flip what George says. I want to know what God says, right? Okay, this is what God says. Because they have itchy ears, He's talking to us. Say, I got itchy ears. I got itchy ears. I do. How many of you got squirrels? Squirrel, squirrel, program, program, profit, profit, new book, 12 habits, 10 habits, the master mindset, the secret, whatever, right? The scripture says, because they have itchy ears, they heap up for themselves teachers. They turn their ears away from the truth and turned aside to fables. He's talking, the ways of God are the same yesterday, today, and forever. They don't change. These are the ways of God. There's nothing new under the sun. This isn't the first time somebody had creative writing and you stole it. They stole it from somebody else. I'm just saying, this is, right? It's like, give credit where credit's due. I mean, anyways, my point is, once you've read enough books and tapes and you've heard all this stuff, and then you realize that, you know what? I'm confused. I mean, I did a, man, you start reading. So I, I, let's look, I was making $50,000 a month one time, right? This is, I only had five employees. We went from, we went, started out kind of with a couple. We had five. At one point we had 48 employees, right? We all went to the same church except for two, but we were like-minded. So God actually transitioned that into a ministry. It's anyways, it's long story, but, um, so this is this is what I want to show you. This is what I want to tell you. This is the I want you to get this. This is going to be the highlight of this talk. At this time, when 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 we we're in this place, we we're it was kind of cruising. We we're you know we we're doing well. We we're tithing. We we're bouncing around from church to church. You know because we you know we grow a little bit, but then we just felt like something was transitioning us. And, and I had this season where I was like I had this shop in the back, right? At the house, I had a house and I had a shop that was bigger than the house. And then in the top of it, I had like my office and I had some drums and some equipment and stuff. And I'd go up there and I'd pray and worship and, and stuff, right? And seeking truth. What happened was the more I would spend time in worship or just being still, I would sense the presence of God more. And as I begin to do that, It was like 
his presence would just come and just come into this room and it would just embrace me. And I would just weep and I would just like, what are you trying to show me, God? At the time I was buying, I would go on like, you know, one of these TV stations, right? And see a preacher. And because I had itchy ears, I'd, I'd draw from it. Because I had money, I'd buy it, right? Okay. I'd call up. I'm not kidding you. I'd buy all their stuff. I'd spend $1,000 and, and buy all their stuff. And I was like, if I could just get one nugget of truth, it'd be worth it, right? Because we don't want, we're not out here. I'm not like trying to judge people, right? But the thing is, is I want to guard my mind, right? Because I want truth. I don't want the lie. I don't want all the other stuff. You'll be running down crazy road, roads. So what happened was the Holy Spirit started moving on me. And I was like, it was like this drug. And it was like, oh my gosh, I can't, the presence of God, I never experienced it like this on a regular basis. And I would go up to my prayer room and I would, I would just put on some worship music and the Holy Spirit would just wrap me in his arms and I would literally begin to weep. You are, you are hitting, you're hitting, you're hitting something right on. It's like, I'm hearing this again. Sometimes, sometimes you need to hear a message twice in order for you to hear it. And you said itchy ears, itchy ears, itchy ears. Hmm. And I'm like, yo, Clubhouse. I'm literally thinking about Clubhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about Clubhouse because it's easy for the blind to lead the blind. Mm. It's easy to get itchy ears on Clubhouse. And I'm literally thinking about it. I'm like, yo, yo, like, I don't know why that came to mind, but keep on going, man, because you, you, yeah, you yeah. just spoke the word to me. Keep on going because okay. you're onto something on. right now. Come on. So, yeah, and, that, and that's how it was for me. I, when I would turn on something, it's like, hey, I wanted truth and I knew I didn't have it. So many of us, yeah, we're on Clubhouse. We're seeking truth. We're seeking a relationship that can give us or illuminate us to truth and point us in a more accurate direction. That's what everybody's looking for. Everybody's looking for a relationship, a connection, a mentor, a coach that can help them what? Take them to a place that they can't go on them themselves. Right? Come on. That's so 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 if we're all seeking truth, then we have to know if we we're, we want to learn to play basketball, we need to go to Michael Jordan. We need to not go to the little kid in the park that's trying to figure it out that says, I'm a great basketball player. Follow me on Instagram and puts his bio in there, whatever. We got to be able to discern the voice. We actually need to see him shoot the shot and realize that if I can get in the presence of that man, the same anointing that is on his life is going to transfer into my life. That's the problem. We don't want to come alongside. We don't want to hear the the, the, the harsher words, when, when Jesus began to speak, you know, parables and all these different things, at one point the disciples left. When he said, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, gouge it out and throw it away, for it's better for one part of your body to burn in hell than the whole thing. The disciples are like, hey, I'm out of here on that. That sounded kind of weird, brother. <laughs> right? But we have to take Genesis to Revelations in its totality, rightly divided so that we can understand. Right? So we are sinners saved by grace. Sinning is, it, it is what we do, but it's because it's who we are. But we have to understand that it's because of the blood of Jesus that when the father looks at us, he looks at us as if we're covered by the blood of his son. And he says, I've, that's my son in whom I'm well pleased. Obviously, he's the only one that didn't sin. You know, we get in. this mindset of I'm a good person mentality. No, you're not. Hell no, you're just not as me. messed up as I am. Yeah. You put my, hey, you put my thoughts up on your video screen. Ain't nobody going to listen to this podcast again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm messed up from the floor up. I could be messed up in oh. church. You know what I mean? I can, that's who we are. We're a damn it. I nature. love that. Yeah. I love that. You just said that, George, I want to interrupt you because when I, I've seen this quote, you know, when, when God, when, when you get to heaven, God ain't going to ask you about Paul's sins. He ain't gonna ask you about George. He gonna ask you about your sins. He's not gonna ask you about your hobby sins. But you, yo, keep on going, man. Uh, keep on preaching, man. You know what he's gonna say? He's, he's probably gonna say something like, "You know what? Just yeah. Why should I let you in? Are we gonna say because I followed that guy on TikTok, <laughs> because I followed that guy on Instagram, or that girl, or that that motivational speaker, or that person yeah. that told me what a good person I am? No. He said because you followed my son Jesus Christ, because you followed me." Right. He said that I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. The problem is we're seeking 
false teachers, false prophets, all this stuff. We go into their bio and we scroll down because of what they said. We're seeing if we should follow them. And idolizing men. Like, Say that too, George. Yeah, and idolizing yeah. men. Like Kanye idolizing West. Now, I, I, not, I'm not bashing Kanye West, by the way. That's not a bash. But I'm just using him as an example. Come on. Yeah, like idolizing men. Like I am, yeah. I, you know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this earlier and I was, um, and I was interviewing myself in my head. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm thinking of my top three influencers and they're all human beings. But I'm like, yo, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now my ears are itching, right? Yeah, the yeah. most influential person, it's not even a person, is God for me. That's my influence. Yeah. Yeah. That's my influence because yeah, it's the creator, <laughs> the creator of all. So that's my greatest influence. So I had to check myself on that. So thank you. You just made me kind of like, man. I want to stay. I don't know if I can there. stand up. Is it okay to stand up? Or is, I'm, 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 yeah, I got you can stand up, man. You fired up. I thought you were standing at this point. You can stand up, man. I'm fired up too. Hey, check. Let me turn my mic up, or my mic, my camera up just a little bit. Hey, check this out. Check this out. The ways of God are the same today, yesterday, and today, and forever. Right. Okay. When we begin to understand the ways of God, we begin to understand marketing. We begin to understand humility. We begin to understand how, if we want to be lifted up, how do we do that? Right? Well, it says in what Second Chronicles says, if my people, the key word is if, right? There's a promise attached to it. Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. If you want your marriage to be healed, if you want your finances to be healed, if you want your health to be restored, that's when he's talking about, when, and I'll heal their land. What is he talking about? Our, anyways, he's given him a name that's above every name. When you get into name recognition, I mean, we can go on and on. I want to just show you this real quick because this is how, this is, these books right here, these are all workbooks, right, that go along with, with, um, with our book. And I'm not trying to promote a book. His word says, if I be lifted up. I'll draw all men nigh unto me. If Jesus' name be lifted up, he'll draw all men nigh unto me. These are the ways of God. You know, and, and anyways, I just wanted to, I don't even care about this. I say crap. Okay, let me tell you what I care about. I care about that somebody is pointed in a more accurate direction today. The scripture says, wide is the gate and broad is the way which leads to destruction. This is the world system. And it goes on to say, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. I'm here to tell you that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. The truth. That sounds like a, like a, the tr I'm the truth. The tr I'm saying, trying to say truth, <laughs> right? He's the truth, right? So from Genesis to Revelation is rightly divided. But so this is the thing for me. I was raised in the church and I was like, yeah, did I feel the, the goosebumps? Did I, I, did, I used to go to church every week, repent on Sunday and sleep around on Tuesday. I'd be smoking dope by Wednesday. I'd go back on Sunday and repent again. And, right, I'm just saying, but these were the things. It was like that 40-year that wandering in the wilderness over and over and over, expecting a different result. And then it wasn't until the time where I was up in my room and the Holy Spirit began just to fall on me and just to fall on me in waves. And I was like, man, this is something I, I, I'll never be the same again. I don't know what this is, but I'm going into the ministry. I said, I'm going into the ministry and I didn't understand the ways of God at this time. The Holy Spirit took me to this church with no sign on it. I was crying out to God. I said, God, I need a mentor in my life. I said, and I'm trying to be a mentor. I had a radio show called The Lighter Side. I was trying to help people because all the books I read and all the books I read, God said, throw them all out. You don't need all those books. You need my book. It was called the lighter side. I was teaching the same crap that I was reading and trying to learn from other people instead of teaching the word of God without all the poison, without all the. Anyways. Dude, dude, listen to this. I went to 10 churches in the valley. God took me to my pastor's church. I've been in the same church now where that, that mentor I was talking about, that's my pastor. I've been in the same church for 18 years. And it's been hard, but I've been discipled. I met my spiritual father. And he's he's probably a worse sinner than I am. You know what's so beautiful about um you know what 
you know what's so beautiful about everything that you said? You know, you know, you're preaching the word. You, you stand, you stood up. You got passionate. You're very passionate. What's so beautiful about everything that you're, you know, you're talking about is you you turned your flaws into faith. And I that was that's one of my biggest takeaways because God's gonna forgive you, right? But it's forgiving yourself. It's forgiving yourself. So that's me too, you know. I'm I'm one where yeah you know hey I might sin on Wednesday, and I'm you know I'm, I'm cleansing myself on the Sunday, but I had to pull myself out because I'm like damn I'm yeah. not I'm not making the progress I want to make. I've seen I can tell you flat out I've seen my life with God, and I've seen my life without God, and mm-hmm. I am I'll tell you what I'm good on the life without God. I, I'm I'm that ain't that ain't for me. That ain't for me because I know what I could accomplish on my own. And I've also seen what I could accomplish with God. And when you experience God, and I love your story, but when you experience God, when you experience God and you hear someone talking about about God, it's like, wow, like, like, wow, like, you know, I look at, you know, it's so beautiful. I look at your, your, your profile. I look at everything about you and you would never think, and that's just people, right? You would never think that, you know, George Burns was going through what he was going through, what you were faced with. And to hear your power story, I'm gonna call it a power story. To hear your testimony and your power story, it's touching. It's touching because everyone that walks this earth has a problem over their head, right? And 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 how you how have you overcome that and you found your faith and you know, you know, you repent. And it, it's a beautiful transition, man. Because if this was maybe two, three years ago where I was going to church consistently, but I didn't really experience God. I kind of I took a halfway, I kind of took your story like maybe 50, 50, 50, but I feel it hundred percent because this time last year I had 11 cents to my name. I was on a corner in Times Square, New York city selling tickets again. That was something I was doing for seven years, but God took me out of a situation from working in Westchester, New York as a high end personal trainer back to the streets to show me something, to show me something. And, and I can't even tell you because I have young listeners on this podcast too. I can't even tell you the things that I've seen, the things that I've experienced, but this time around in the streets, yeah. I, man, I said, God, <laughs> I said, God, if you get me out of this one, I, I, yeah. I promise you, if you get me out of this one. And it's yeah. so beautiful because it's been a year since the pandemic and I don't want to say, you know, this has been a blessing in the skies, but what got me off the corner was COVID. Things shut down. Manhattan shut down. So I don't, God's restructuring everything. And, and to be in alignment, this podcast came through the pandemic. So to hear your testimony now, it's just God's doing. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's going to use you. He's going to speak the word to you. And I could tell the Holy Spirit took over, uh, you know, as you, as you were talking. I'm like, man, he's going to speak. When you said ADD, you were talking to me because I had that too. And um, using 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 you and speaking through you to talk to me, also to talk to me and talk to the audience. Mm. When I when I contacted you about this about you know getting you on the podcast, it was, it was so it was so funny because I was on the couch and I could tell you this, I was on the couch. I'm like, yeah, I gotta get I gotta get a better guest on my podcast. I gotta get someone. I I gotta get someone on this podcast. I came across your profile. I looked at you and I'm an empath. So energy doesn't lie. I felt your energy instantly. I'm like, okay. And kid you not, did, did I not say this? And we did not, and did we not say this before we started recording? Hey, like, Hey, I feel like I know you already. Right. And it's like, uh, it, it's just, it's so, it's so beautiful how this, obviously this episode just sparked, but even before we started recording, I already knew, I already knew. I already knew. I just needed that confirmation. And you gave me the confirmation that I needed because when I was back, I got saved again back in 2018. I have a song. It's called Dreamer. Definitely check it out. And I'm talking about you. You write and sing. uh, You know, I would call myself an artist. I would call myself an artist. You know, I have three songs. I have Dreamer, Visionary and ABC. But Dreamer and Visionary, I talk about God. Right. If you listen, if you come man. I have dreamer and visionary. I talk about God and I was talking the stuff I was talking about with God in 2018. I had no idea what I was talking about in visionary back in 2018. I had no idea what I was talking about with God 
because right, right. I thought I knew what God was like because I was going to church consistently. You could mm -hmm. go to church every single Sunday. That doesn't mean nothing. That doesn't mean anything. If you're not applying the word into your life. Yeah. Right? Every so, area of, yeah. I, you know, I was going gray, man. George, I could tell you this right now. I was going to church on Sunday and I was coming back home. And I was I was rolling up my weed, man. I, yeah. I was I was chilling, yeah. man. I was, now, I was it's, now, it's, now it's all legal. Yeah, it's all legal. But and God also, made it. I've learned, I'm like, man, how am I going to church every Sunday? I'm I'm sitting in the front row. Mind you, I'm at Faith's church. That's the name of the church. I'm at Faith's, I'm front row. I'm waiting for a pastor. Yo, man, go home, smoke my, smoke my weed, watch my football, and chill. And I'm like, man, I can't. In my head, I'm like, who? I'm just lying to myself here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm lying to myself. And when God put me on that corner, when I had 11 cents to my name, I was broke. I was messed up. You know, I, I just became a dad, right? So I, I have so much going on. And fast forward a year later, here I am on this podcast, sharing my testimony with my audience, which I never do. But to have that vulnerability because of you, I want to say thank you again, obviously, of course, for jumping on the podcast and sharing your story, but for turning your flaws into faith. Man, that is... Man, George, you are you, you are an inspiration, man. Like, I, I just want to give you your flowers, man. I don't know if anyone tells you how much of an inspiration you are, but those little hearts, those little hearts. No, no, share. No, I want to encourage you to share your stories. Like, we need to hear that. You know, this you this know, is actually we get itchy ears. I got itchy ears because of your story. Itchy ears in a good way. Like, I want right. to hear more, right? Oh, can I get a little bit more? You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. So um man i appreciate that, that. just uh it, it's crazy we just spend the time with you just really i don't know how long we've been on how long have we been on <laughs> well according to this timer it's about 50 minutes okay but um you know it, it was just so good man you know this was <clears throat> this wasn't my you know typical q a but this was this was unscripted and i and what my biggest takeaway from this is who are you lying to are you lying to yourself or are you lying mm -hmm. to the world because you can lie to the world but Sitting down and lying to yourself every night, I can't live with that. And yeah, I had to get yeah. right within myself. So yeah. I, you know what? I encourage everyone to, you know, spend more time, you know, because of this pandemic. This pandemic, personally, from my personal experience, George, has mm -hmm. this pandemic has put a lot more pressure mentally with mental health and depression because in, mm -hmm. the, in the beginning, we had this Black Lives Matter riot, right? You have right. this, and then it's just being at home, just being at home. You can't go here. You can't go here. You couldn't go to church. Remember, they tried to block that off, right? So mm -hmm. it was just like, I'm like, is this the end of the world? That's what it, people were dying. People were dying. Is yeah. this the end of the world? Mm -hmm. What, what I want to know, I'm curious because I don't want to let you go yet. What is like, how did you view the world at that point? Because you're seeing churches closed down, you're seeing businesses closed down, your people are dying, like celebrities, music, people are dying. Mm -hmm. Everyone could get touched. No one's invincible because of this virus. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, obviously, you know, my faith has gotten stronger because I'm still here. You know, my family's still here. Thank God, right? So that honestly is how I found God even more because of this pandemic. So that's right. my takeaway. But for you, what is your biggest takeaway with this? Well, two, um, uh, actually about a month and a half ago, um, my mother passed away. And sorry to hear that, man. Um, you know, she was, the challenge was getting to the hospital and, you know, long story short, she passed away. And like four days later, my father-in-law passed away, which lives right across the street from me. He came down. Um, he had a UTI. He'd gone through some different things, but um, he was in that high risk category. But then he got COVID and passed. So it's two people within the same week, my mother and my wife's uh, father. So when you are grounded in the word of God, you understand how to think. Right. In Romans, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for your life. And what it's saying there is, is it's, again, remember we said, like you only believe what you believe because of how you've been raised. You were born into an Adamic world. 
right? And, and if you've been raised in China or raised here or raised wherever, you've been programmed. And that in the world system, but God says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so what you might be able to think of that as is thought replacement. But how do you do thought replacement? You know, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive, right? But the point is, is it's not a positive thinking thing, although it is a positive thinking thing, right? When you understand who you are based upon who you are in Christ, right? That they overcame them by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. I'm sharing my testimony because this is, this is how God's transformed my thinking. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Yes, but the thing is, is, is how does that, how does that scripture apply? Where was it said? How is it taken in context? There's a whole lot more to these things. But I think the biggest thing that if I could leave with anybody today, it's not go on my website and connect with me. I mean, that's great if that's where you feel God is leading you because we do you know business coaching and some of the similar things that you do. Um, it's probably a whole different dynamic though, because it's like, you know, when God gives you a vision, right? The cool part is he didn't just give it to you because if you could do it all on your own strength, you'd get full of pride and he'd have to knock you down, right? When God gives you a vision, like it says in Habakkuk, write the vision and make it clear that he's put that same vision or part of that vision in all these other people so that when they come together, when God brings them together, maybe like he's doing today, right? That that can be that missing piece that is going to propel it in that direction. Does that make sense? Oh, it, you know, it make it makes sense. It makes total sense because obviously we're here because of God and this connection is, is a godly connection. This is a connection established through God. So for me to hear the word, um, you know, through you, it's just obviously this, this was probably one of my personal favorite podcast interviews because of, uh, you know, just the energy that I could take away from this, uh, the insight, uh, the, the real message, of course, you know, you're hearing your testimony and just, yeah, you know, it, I don't want to say it's never too late to change your life around, but you could transform your life right now. You know, mm-hmm. you you could in an hour your your whole life could change. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's there's ways to do that. There's ways like you realize like we're entrepreneurs. We realize if we don't take action and do something, you're gonna get about nothing, right? Scripture says the lazy man desires but gaineth nothing, but the diligent man is made rich. So we need to work, if you will. We need to. To, to move forward and act like it depends on us, but trust like it depends on God. So if you want to know truth, you need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? And, and seek truth, right? And the way that we do that, the way that you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, if you want to have a relationship with the God of the universe, the one that created you, you actually hear from him by reading your Bible. Most of our Bibles are sitting up on the shelves and we don't read them. But that's how God speaks to us. Prior to Joshua in the Bible, they only had the Old Testament. Joshua had to literally seek the face of God in order to know which way to move as he was conquering the land and moving into battle. But today we have Jesus Christ. We have the New Testament. We have the more sure prophetic word that we can be in the word and let God guide our steps through the word of God. We, we, the way we hear from God is through the word of God. The way we talk to God is through prayer. And if you really want to have that intimate personal relationship, I want to encourage you to go and get alone with him, just like you do when you get alone with your wife. There's no distractions. You set the candles. You might put the music on. That's what I do. When I go get alone with God, I got the candles. I'll put a little worship music on and I'll just get on my knees or I'll just worship him and I'll just be still and just know he's God and see what he's trying to show me. But it's in that stillness where you get rid of all that. It takes me 30 minutes just to get rid of my distractions. You can't like pray 10 minutes. Oh, I heard from the Lord. Yeah, you probably didn't. You probably heard from TikTok. <laughs> right? You probably heard from something else, right? Yeah. Well, I heard the Lord. Word of the Lord. Well, the word of the Lord probably came from some false prophet on one of these channels. Yeah, because you ain't got rid of the distractions and you wouldn't know. Some people wouldn't know the word of the Lord if they heard the word of the Lord because they ain't never read their Bible. We have to show ourselves approved. It's like if we want to know God, we have to study his character. We have to know the ways of God. We have to spend time with him. Anyways, I just want to encourage you guys, daily Bible reading. It's a daily thing, daily being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, we have a lot of free resources on our website. Um, 
the website is www.themasterspurpose.com. If you go under ministry schools, I mean, we're entrepreneurs, so we've got a lot of business stuff on there too. But if you go under ministry tools, you can get a free devotional, right? That'll get you in the word of God. It's like a stimulus to get you and read two or three chapters a day. You'll read the whole Bible in a year. How cool is that, right? I've been at the same church for 18 years. Sounds kind of silly. And I'm not boasting. I'm boasting what God's done, right? For the most part, I've read through the Bible 18 times. If you were to be honest and real with most pastors in the world, they probably ain't never even read through the Bible. So my point is, I mean, I'm just saying, right? <laughs> well, where do you find it? Well, I don't know, but I heard somebody, you know what I mean? So my point is, is having that personal relationship with God on your own. And we also have something um, which we call, it's a, a scripture memory book, right? So we, where you can go in and you can memorize, you know, one scripture, Oh, whoops, where is that? One scripture a week or whatever, however you choose to do it. I like that. So Would you get, is, yeah, they're on my website. You can download oh, yeah, it for yeah. free. There's no, the ministry tools, it's all free. So I like um, in fact, if you can get a copy of our book for free, you can just scroll down to the bottom and there's no even, you don't even have to give us your email. I do, we don't care. We just want to, it's been freely given to us and we just want to freely give and lift up Christ in the marketplace. That's our desires. And also have you go kick some ass and build some businesses in Jesus name. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Was I able to say that on here? No, I mean, no, you're good, man. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? It's like, this hey, good. let's build this businesses and let's do it. No, this was good. This was good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Uh, to wrap this up, I want to kind of close this one out pretty solid. Uh, to close out this episode of the Sinclair Speak Show podcast. Yeah. You know, faith without work is dead. What did you say, George? You got to do the work. You got to do. Look, if God showed you mercy, you got to worship. Like if throughout, if you survived a global pandemic where people from different countries all over the world are just like, everyone's just, I don't want to, everyone's dying. Everyone has passed away. People's lives have been impacted. Businesses have shut down and God has shown you mercy and grace and sheltered you and sheltered you through this entire storm. And you can't do two minutes of worship. I don't want I, look. Hey, hey, I don't judge nobody. Y'all do what y'all do. But look, <laughs> look, all I know is this. Hey, I, I, hey, people going to do whatever they want. But look, for me personally, I, I, God has shown me mercy and grace and, 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 and all of the opportunities he's blessed me with. But to bless me with uh, the ability to hear this through podcasting, mm-hmm. I would have never, I would have never. I mean, that's the thing. We would never think that these things could these things that could happen for us. We, we don't yeah. think that we could become wealthy because we're not taught these things. Man, the Bible is the most powerful book ever written. The most powerful. Can I just share book. one thing Go before ahead. you close this out? Where the, the scriptures talk about, when you study the scriptures, it you can you can see in the, in these times, right? Because we know we don't know when Jesus is coming in that return of Christ, but we know the set time, right? It's going to be in the Feast of Trumpets, right? So we know this by studying the Word of God, right? December twenty fifth, guys. Just you know, that's not really uh, a date that's in the scriptures, right? <laughs> if you really actually study it, and there's really no Santa Claus, but so. <laughs> That was funny. Huh? Touching on the religion a little bit, man. Like people, oh, oh my God, believe in Santa Claus. He's the devil. Right. So, but uh, <laughs> so, um, so God is restoring. This is what the Bible says. The tabernacle of David. Right. And King David, he was mentioned 1,118 times in the word of God. Right. So next to Jesus, his name's mentioned 1,118 times. Think about this for a minute. Okay. The thing with, with David, he wasn't, he was like you and me. He was a murderer, a backbiter, an adulterer. He was a bad business person, right? He did some crazy stuff. He killed, he slept with Bathsheba and he killed Uriah, right? But what happened was he had a heart that was turned towards God and he was turned towards, you know, creating me a clean heart, oh God, right? He said like, do not take your Holy Spirit from me, right? But he always would repent to God and then he would worship God. And so when I say he's restoring the tabernacle, David, that it's about praise and thanks and giving. It's about praise and thanksgiving, right? When it says, you said how you be thankful, be grateful, right? Because it says in all things, give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. And you were created to worship your creator. Why? Because he first loved you. Why? Because he gave his life that you might live and that you might live and have a life that's more abundantly by learning how to die. It's backwards from what the world system 
talks about, but it's truth. Anyways, that's all I got. This was beautiful, man. This was so beautiful. George, oh man, I, I'm pretty sure this is probably the first of many interactions with you too. Um, where can people, where actually, before we kind of close out, where can people uh, follow you and of course stay in touch? Um, well, if you go to uh, themasterspurpose.com, right, everything's on there. Um, we're on Instagram. We're, we play around on TikTok a little bit and have some fun. And, and um, uh, we're on Facebook. But if you just go to, we actually have a free um, Facebook group. We're going to get more active in that and do some free business coaching and stuff in there. And you can check out everything on themasterspurpose.com. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, guys, when this was an incredible episode of the St. Clair Speak Show podcast, like always, guys, I will see you in the next one. But before I close out, please do not forget to like, share, subscribe to the St. Clair Speak Show podcast, now streaming on all major platforms, Audible, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public. I'll see you in the next one. It's that time. I'm out. All right. Peace.